haven't had I haven't really had any topics that I wanted to talk about for a while. Um, there's just been a lot of stuff on my mind and it's kind of like like I haven't had one specific topic that I just felt like I needed to talk about because I've kind of been hovering around many different things that I just been overthinking constantly. But I have been watching a lot of romantic or romance type of stuff, like whether it's movie, TV shows, animes, even getting into some visual novel. Not like I don't know what they're called, but it's not like visual novels. It's almost like visual novels, right? It's like an interactive movie, basically. But there's a couple of them on Steam and I've been like getting into watching a lot of those. So like I've been wanting to kind of slowly get into k-dramas and stuff because i know most of them if not all of them are almost like just romance right and it just got me thinking of how like i really love to feel that um feeling of people like being able to kind of express their love even if it's like in a cringy kind of way but i think it's a very beautiful thing and it, i don't know for some reason it makes me feel very good inside and I have no explanation as to why. And it, it kind of reminds me of the days where I used to like be in relationships and I used to feel that's like specific way to where sometimes you do cringy things for the person that you care about, right? And sometimes it may seem from an outside perspective that it's kind of like, oh, you're going overboard or, oh, that's kind of like cringe and you're kind of nerdy for doing certain things like that but it means a lot to your significant other at the time right even if they just kind of admire the effort that you put into certain things instead of just always buying materialistic stuff but you put it the effort into making certain things or planning certain stuff for them and i think that stuff is just kind of cute right or the times that you kind of get nervous and the clinginess and stuff that happens within relationships especially at the very beginning of a start of a new relationship like all of these things are just kind of adorable to see it from a third person perspective instead of you being the one to experience it at first hand and even though a lot of the times if you especially if you're very unlucky i don't know what the statistics are for the people who actually end up in long lasting relationships versus the people who end up just being brokenhearted and their relationships not lasting and never finding one person that they could spend the rest of their life with and that's just including the people who want that type of relationship right because you know there's open relationships and people who don't really mind being alone and they just kind of want to hook up or move from person to person and they're perfectly fine in that type of relationship but I'm just meaning the people who do want to find like just one person to spend the rest of their life with I'm just kind of curious as to how many people find that compared to like how many people never find that so obviously the tvs and movies depending on what you're watching but for the most part a lot of them just show the positive aspects of it and they throw a little bit of drama in there right like a little bit of negative aspects to it but not really so heartbroken there are some that are very heavy and lead towards a negative out view of like what happens if the relationship doesn't work out or if the relationship is toxic but just mainly talking about the specific ones that i've been watching have just been very positive and it reminds me of how much i'm afraid to actually like fall in love again or to be in love with someone 
and not even just be in love, but to actually be in a relationship with someone that you're in love with, because being in love and then being in a relationship with someone that you're in love with are two different things, right? I think it's a lot easier to move on with someone that you're in love with and you never really ended up together for one reason or another compared to like spending a long time or many years with someone that you actually do love and then all of a sudden just not working out for one reason or another and it's kind of a lot harder to move on with your life and it definitely hurts a lot more like you feel at least I feel it a lot more and it makes me afraid of wanting to like I don't know it just makes me afraid of love when I can just kind of experience it from a third person view instead of having that experience myself and yeah those two experiences are completely different but one of them is guaranteed to be safer than the other right and even if I end up watching sort of this negative show that the relationship doesn't end up where I want it to end up and it's not like ending up in the positive way that I thought it would end it's still like even though I express my emotions that way and end up crying or something which I still cry even if it's a positive thing because it's just so adorable but if it ends up happening in a negative way or something happens like something toxic or they just lose one another they go their separate ways or someone cheats or whatever the scenario may be depending on what I'm watching um I get to experience that but not for myself but I still get to see other people feel that pain and then it still hurts me but I'm afraid of feeling that physically myself because I've already been through the heartbreaks. I've already been through the love. I've already been through the cheating and falling out of love or being out of love and feeling like a lot of time was wasted being in a relationship that didn't even last. Um, time going by way too fast whenever you're like all happy and in love, giving in my all or all my effort to try to make the relationship last for it to just end at the end of it or being blinded by love and kind of ignoring certain signals or red flags simply because you know I was blinded by love or learning that it will never be like no relationship would ever be fair and to kind of learn to accept that and be okay with that because that's just part of life right like relationships are not always going to be 50 50 or 100 100 and that's just the truth of it and you have to be okay with that but these are things that I never knew as I was in those relationships and there and there really wasn't anything that I knew of what exactly I wanted within these relationships I didn't know what type of person I wanted to be or who I was going to be I didn't know what kind of person I wanted to be with like the kind of interactions that I wanted to have with my significant other I didn't know like there's just a lot of things that I didn't know until I had a lot of time to myself to reflect on the things that I wanted, but also get to know people as friends in order to sort of learn the certain qualities and traits that I want from someone and the things that I find most important to have when it comes to a relationship because it's going to be different for everyone and everyone has different needs different wants whether physical attraction is like the first most important thing for you or emotional connection like everyone has their own standards of what they look for in a relationship or in a partner and especially in a long-lasting one and it's going to be different than mine but I want to talk about a little bit of the things that have changed from the past that are things that I look forward to now that it, it 
it's still a lot harder to find, but I'm also sort of holding myself back because I'm afraid to even give anyone a chance because I don't want to get broken again because I know it's just going to be a painful experience because it's always been a painful experience and I haven't felt that in a long time and I don't want to feel that again. And it's just kind of a scary thing, right? Like anyone can say that it's scary, especially if you've been through heartbreak, it's just a scary thing to go through. And sometimes you don't even know if being in love or falling in love is even worth it when the outcome is just going to lead to heartbreak. Not always, right? But if, if that's the only outcome that you're always getting, it can be a little bit scary and you're sort of jaded from love and you kind of just don't want to deal with it anymore just because of the fact that you're just afraid of that, right? If you're constantly getting hurt, why do you want to put your, like yourself in a situation where you have gotten hurt in the past, then you might be just guaranteed to get hurt again. Like it's just the risk that you're taking. So over the years, there have been certain qualities that I have found within different types of friends or variety of friends that I've met throughout my life that lasted and that didn't last and all of these qualities and personalities that I've gathered from people and their insecurities and their flaws including my flaws and insecurities that I kind of learned to see what kind of meshes with one another or with another person and sort of figured out things that I love about myself hate about myself despise about myself and vice versa for someone else and certain qualities that are kind of different that I would want in a partner that I don't necessarily care if if someone has when it comes to like having a friendship with someone so one of the biggest things at least for me I think one of the most important things is someone who's big on communication and understanding I think that's something that I never really had in a past relation in any past relationship and in a lot of my friendships I never really had that good of a communication with people to where we kind of express our emotions our feelings we get to know one another we get these in-depth conversations about what we think about society life even if it's a little bit of politics um what like I don't know like there's just these big conversations that I never had with anyone until like I started knowing that it was something that I was needing because usually the way that I will fill this void is just by writing things down and having these dialogues or conversations with myself and then looking on the internet or listening to podcasts or watching videos of other people who have these same types of ideas or these same types of like feelings within themselves that they want to kind of express or people who are more knowledgeable about certain things about the world or culture that's happening within society and certain opinions about certain things and that was a big important thing that I thought was something that I didn't need until I started having more and more of it until I started meeting friends who were actually engaging in certain conversations and having these in-depth conversations that I just realized that this is something that I do want in a partner. Like I want to be able to communicate with a partner. I want to be able to have these conversations with someone that are very meaningful. It's not like we have to have conversations about every single topic. If there's, if it's topics that they don't want to have conversations in. Right. But a lot of people which it's fine every relationship is different but I noticed that a lot of people and this happened to me at the very beginning of all my relationships is that you really don't talk about much it's more about oh how was your day how was work but what do you want to do today you watch a movie and then you just laugh and like every relationship that I can remember it was always just the basic things and that's all it was you know we hung out we cuddled we had sex um we kissed we made out 
and even the, my longest relationship was like four or five years um it was just nothing but that you know it wasn't trying to get to know more about our inner thoughts or trying to discover more about society or the world and that's perfectly fine but it's like it was so bland and it could be one of the reasons why it contributed to the relationship maybe not lasting or any of my relationships not like lasting till like you know old age or whatever and discovering what's fun for you right like if someone is a very outgoing person and they kind of like to travel a lot or it's like it's a big part of their lives and then they have a partner or significant other who doesn't really like to travel and doesn't ever want to compromise into traveling anywhere and they just kind of want to stay at home all the time it's going to be kind of hard to balance that life with your significant other and it's not to say that it's not possible to do so but there are going to be some complications when it comes to that because you two kind of like different things and your schedules are not really going to align in the things that you want to do and then in the things that your partner wants to do so it just makes it a little bit more complicated unless you have friends that fill that void that your significant others kind of not able to do right because we all fall in love for different types of reason right the way that we're treated you know maybe our love languages are going to be obviously different but the way that our love languages are met by our significant other the way that they treat us or how we treat them how we feel around them there's just a lot of things that contribute to wanting to be with someone that it's not just a single answer as to like oh i want someone to be a gamer or i want someone that loves traveling sometimes these qualities in a person or these activities and hobbies in a person that they enjoy doing you kind of want them to some of them be the same as you not all of them right because there are certain things that your partner's going to enjoy that you don't enjoy but you kind of take interest in what they're doing because you know your partner is important to you and you want to put that effort into like having things in common but also being interested in the things that they love to do because if they're going to be your partner you, you know you would want to have conversations about the topics or about the things they love doing and i think that's just kind of like basic courtesy of wanting to you know be involved in your partner's activities and hobbies if they want you to right some people like doing these hobbies alone so everyone likes to have like their own space and be able to do their own things like on their own time like alone without their significant other like i said and that's just going to be something that you have to discover within yourself to realize what you actually want in a partner i seen a couple of people actually talk about how some couples actually sleep in different rooms like they don't sleep in the same bed they don't sleep in the same room and they like having their own privacy whenever they go to sleep you know that doesn't mean they're not intimate with each other that doesn't mean they don't cuddle or talk or anything that just means that at the end of the day whenever they're actually trying to go to sleep they don't sleep in the same bedroom like they have their own rooms where they can be creative with their own rooms and have the style of each individual room of how they want it that caters to their own personality and obviously you have to have money to have like enough space to be able to even have your own room especially if you have kids but yeah like everyone is going to be different someone might think and be like oh i can never sleep away from my partner like i want to be as close to them as possible and i feel safe and secure whenever i'm around them at night you know some people like cuddling and going to sleep like that some people don't like cuddling when they're sleeping so there's just a variety of different types of people that you just have to find the things that are beneficial for you and the things that make you feel loved but the things that are also going to make your partner feel loved and cared for and important so I, I don't know looking back on my relationships i just felt that they were really empty and bland whenever it was more about them than it was about 
even doing things that I enjoyed. It almost felt like having these conversations about anything or the topics that I enjoyed wasn't really relative to like that relationship. So I was kind of forced to have these convos with myself instead. And even from a young age, I've always like just enjoyed writing my thoughts on because I've just been overwhelmed and always been an overthinker when it comes to a lot of different stuff. And it's just very annoying to have these things constantly in your mind. And even after you write them down, they're still just constantly overflowing your mind. But the shitty thing about it is that they're sporadically and randomly like just random topics and it's never it's never like a linear thing right so like for instance if i'm thinking about love it's never just about love then all of a sudden i start thinking about making money or i start thinking about other random things that don't even align or connect with one another so that's one of the most frustrating things about it and especially when i start writing down my thoughts my thoughts can kind of waver to something else so it makes it really difficult to even concentrate or focus on that specific thought but you know, I still do my best to sort of get those thoughts out there and eventually revisit them back at a later time so I can be more in depth with them and how like kind of reflect on how I was feeling that day and what I was kind of thinking and stuff. But I, I think that just having communication and understanding within a relationship, I think it's very important for me being able to talk about things that, you know, we both want to talk about and topics that we're interested in getting to grow as people and learn more about the world, learn more about just random facts about life and about society and even about ourselves. And if our perspective changes as we get older, we have these conversations, right? I noticed that the older you get or the longer that you're with the partner, the less that you have like these communication with your partner and that can work for a lot of people, right? Not saying that it's a bad thing. But that's not kind of that's not a relationship that I want to be in. I don't want to be like 50 and then my partner's 50 and all we're ever doing is kind of like just yelling at each other and we're never really having in-depth convos. And it's not like I'm asking to have a conversation that's very long and in-depth like an essay every single day either, right? You know, there's going to be some fun in between depending on what I like to do, what she likes to do, and, you know, compromising with one another of the activities that we're going to do. What may that be traveling, dancing, whatever it may be. But, you know, still having these conversations, going on dates, even if you've been going out for 30, 40 years, still taking your significant other out and like actually engaging in the conversations with one another, right? No matter what that topic may be, you know, like has your, maybe there's something that you never knew about your partner, right? Or maybe certain things have changed within the way your partner sees or views the world or view certain things. Even if you talk a little bit about politics, right? Some people may say, oh, you're going to argue and all that, but that's when the understanding part comes in. And that's when the communication skills come in because you're able to properly communicate your feelings and your thoughts and your beliefs, as well as being able to understand and be empathetic towards your partner's beliefs and you understanding them and where they're coming from and why they have that thought process that they have the same way that they'll give you the same comfort of making sure that you know they're not going to be mad at you for having a different perspective and you know you're just going to have open communication and be able to talk about these things because you thoroughly enjoy having these convos right if it feels like a chore then you know it's always going to feel like that with someone that you're going to be with for the rest of your life now another thing that i I kind of struggled with I don't know like obviously these things I'm not going to know if they're what I want until I actually get into a relationship 
They're just things that I think I want because it's like, I feel that these things make me happy and the things that I can provide for a partner will also hopefully be able to make them happy, which is going to be different depending on who I'm dating, right? So, but another thing that I needed to learn was that relationships are never going to be fair, right? It's never going to be 50-50. It's never going to be 100-100 or 75-50. Like, it's just going to be random every single day and even throughout the day. That's just kind of how it's going to be. And I feel like if you you have the mindset, at least if I did, if I did have the mindset that it was 50-50, it's kind of like, oh, I'm writing everything that my person or significant other has done. Oh, oh here it goes. Here's the quota for 50%. Now I got to do my 50%. And it's kind of like you're marking things down. And then one day you're going to be like, oh, well, I have done this and it's not fair that I got to do this. So maybe you should do it because, you know, I've done 50% of this and you should be able to do your 50%. That's not how it works, right? Like some days your significant other is going to feel shit. It's going to last for days. It's going to last for years. It's going to last for a month. There's just a lot of random variety factors that can happen within a person's lives. And you're going to have to be there for your partner if you actually, you know, want to be with that person and you actually enjoy the person, like who they are and who they became and everything. And, you know, you it's just going to be different for everyone. But have to having to understand that it's never going to be fair. That's just kind of like the reality of it. And you know, your partner's going to get sick. You're going to have to like, you know, take care of them. You're going to have to do more work than you've done the day before or the previous months. You have kids, you know, someone's going to have to do more work in certain scenarios. You're going to have to give your spouse a break. Like there's just going to be a lot of different things that you're going to have to do that are not going to be fair. And that's going to be a relationship. Sometimes you're going to have to pick up the slack of something that your partner had to do. And sometimes one of your significant others is going to lose their job. You're going to have to pick up that slack for them. Like there's just going to be a lot of variables that you're not going to anticipate, but you're not going to put it on your partner and blame them for them. You're just going to be understanding and know that they're putting effort as long as they're obviously putting effort and trying, but know that there's going to be times and a lot of, a lot of times often where you're going to have to do things that are not fair in your relationship, right? It's not going to be a 50, 50 or a hundred, 100. It's just going to be different every single day. And you just have to find a person that's worth doing that for the same way that they would do it for you if you were in the same situation. And that's kind of something that was never really thought about whenever I was in my previous relationships. And I think that's a very important thing for me to have learned. But I guess I'll see whenever I get into an actual relationship and I guess I can talk about it one day if that ever happens and kind of report back and be like, OK, yeah, these are the things that I actually did like and, you know, whatever. But another thing is being blinded by love. There's a lot of times whenever you just kind of call it lust, call it love, whatever it may be, you sort of ignore a lot of things within the relationship because you're just so fixated on loving this person or you're so blinded by just being in love and kind of enchanted by this person and sometimes the signs are there at the very beginning that 
maybe you're not good for one another, but you kind of ignore that because they're giving you attention or they're giving you compliments or you're just happy that you have someone in your life and you're not alone. And we all have imperfections and we all have flaws, right? But there are certain and specific red flags that you just don't ignore. Like even when it, like, I'm just going to be make an extreme example it's like you can be in a relationship with someone for like three months and all of a sudden they cheat on you or they're kissing guys or girls on the lips and you know that's kind of like something you don't want them to do and it's like but you kind of ignore it because you're like oh you know they're just having fun and eventually still gonna bother you but you're kind of just blinded by love or lust and you're kind of just in the moment and you know you don't want to make a big deal out of it and you think you'll get over it like certain things you just can't compromise right like certain boundaries that you have you have to be respectful for yourself and have respect for yourself that there's certain things that you just can't overlook you know like if your partner does something that you're not comfortable with talk to them about it see how they handle it see how they react and just don't get blindsided by just having the person next to you right like stand up for yourself same goes for anyone right and figure out what you actually want instead of just ignoring it and then waiting until a year two years have gone by and like all of this pent-up emotions just all of a sudden come out because you've just been ignoring all these flags or you start having these fights because your partner is doing certain things that you don't want them to do but they were doing it all along and it never bothered you or you never said anything until now so it's like it's not fair on your partner either so it's always good to sort of take an objective look at it kind of get an understanding of what you wouldn't do in a relationship and what you wouldn't want your partner to do right because we all have different boundaries and it's good to talk about these boundaries up front instead of waiting until like you've been together for a while and all of a sudden you start making these rules and you're sort of now just seeming like you're a controlling person because first of all now they're comfortable around you now or they're in love with you and it's like well, obviously they're going to try to make an effort to change, but it's going to be harder because they don't want to leave you. It's like you should have talked about this in the very beginning where it was easier to be like, oh, those are compromises or boundaries that I don't want to live by or I don't feel comfortable applying to. So it's like I'm not going to be in this type of relationship because I don't enjoy that. So, yeah, like it's just always good to have these boundaries and not be blinded by love, especially at the very beginning. So I think that's a very important thing as well. And it's also very important to learn how your significant other handles fighting, like disagreements, because, and this has to do with the communication part, but if you're not able to communicate properly whenever you have arguments or disagreements and you're fighting and you don't know how to handle your partner and your partner doesn't know how to handle you, you know, like how to manage around or navigate around your emotions, right? Because some people want their space whenever they're angry, whenever they're sad. So you have to kind of learn these things to know when you, it's okay to speak with your partner or when to give them space so they can kind of, you know, let their emotions out, be able to express them, be able to calm down, whatever it may be. Like these things are important. But I think even having said all of these positive things, it's still a very scary thing at the end of the day because you do all of this and you realize all of the things that you love within a relationship and you're still kind of afraid to experience all these wonderful and positive things because you're just kind of afraid of getting hurt or you feel like you wasted a lot of years doing all of these things for someone that said they love you and 
they find someone else that's better than you in some kind of way because objectively there's always someone better than you right like there's always someone taller shorter skinnier fatter bigger stronger whatever the scenario may be right darker hair doesn't matter whatever people have different preferences but whatever your partner likes or whatever you like there's always going to be someone better now they're not going to have the same qualities as you or be exactly the same as you but they're going to have different traits and some of them are going to be the same traits that you have but they're just going to be better and that's just the truth and it's like knowing that you get kind of afraid at least i do get kind of afraid of your partner one day just kind of leaving you because it's like oh why would i be with this like me when there's someone else there that's way better and that's happened before and it's happened many times and it still happens to people many times you know the grass is greener on the other side and that's just kind of scary it's like you know how much that fucking hurts to know that someone left you for someone else that you know they have the same qualities as you but they were like oh this person is just a little bit better than you you know and if you just happen to be that good they would have stayed with you but only simply for the fact that someone else had better qualities than you that you know it's always a possibility to lose a partner and then you're left kind of wondering what what does it really mean to be in love what does it mean to even love how do you, how are you able to love someone if they're not even going to love you back or stay with you right it's like you put all of this effort and you fall in love and you love them truly yet they say the same thing right but they move on like it's nothing so now you're left with this love broken love and you're wondering well how am i supposed to ever give my all to someone if you're just afraid of being broken and then you keep telling yourself and trying to have this positive mindset of like okay maybe it'll work next time maybe it'll work next time yet it still keeps falling apart and it still keeps breaking so you're kind of left wondering well is love even real because now i've loved these multiple men or multiple women and like none of them worked out so if i'm capable of loving this many people then what's the point of just being with one person now you know what's the point of having long-lasting relationships if it's never guaranteed right and you start having like these negative thoughts well at least i did right not everyone's going to have these negative thoughts but you start having these negative thoughts and it's kind of like well what's the point you know wasted years wasted time i could just be single and alone and never have to worry about pain i've already experienced love and it's fine maybe i never experienced true love where someone actually loves me for me and is willing to have like the things that i enjoy while i'm also compromising certain things and doing certain things for them because i appreciate and love them like i don't know maybe there's certain types of relationships that i haven't had obviously and i've only experienced the basics of like holding hands kissing having sex um you know going on dates whatever you know being like oh how was your day how was your day you know how was work like that basic type of com like basic type of relationship which is nothing wrong with it but it's kind of like i don't know is that all there is to it is there more do you know when you'll be like having this true love how will you know like there's just a lot of things like maybe this this love does not even exist and it's just kind of about finding someone that you can kind of connect with and to some extent that's willing to put up with your bullshit like you're willing to put up with their bullshit and you know you kind of grow old together and die with each other's bullshit at the end of the day right like it could be just that simplistic at the end of it like who knows there's just a lot of different ways to look at it but yeah, I just wanted to vent about it a little bit, talk about it a little bit, whatever, since I've been watching, like I said, a lot of 
romance type of things lately. So anyways, rambled on for long enough, I think. So thanks for listening to me ranting. So have a lovely rest of your day or night whenever you're listening. And I'll talk to you in the next one. Be safe.